We do a review of Lakutis Sikhas Chelik Yud, the second Sikha for the portion of Ayigash. This is a Rashi Sikha. And uh, the Rebbe asks, as usual, a lot of questions which point the Rebbe to his new insight that the Rebbe gives that um, Rashi was addressing here a problem which is in the Psukim over there. Why was it necessary for Yosef to send such a huge uh, gift and food to his father when they were all on their way back. They were just going to go back to Mitzrayim, the brothers, after Yosef revealed themselves uh, to his brothers and then Fari got involved and they said, go down and bring your father up here. That was going to be in a short time. Why do they need all the food? And the Rebbe explains that when Yaakov, when Yosef sent to his father, it wasn't sending the food for eating it. That wasn't the purpose. The sent his father was in an honor. Just like Pare sent him ten donkeys full of food, uh, he wanted to not be any less, honor his father. And as the Rebbe explains, Pare gave the food as before, uh, to bring the food for the way and to bring back. And Yosef's basically, that was a gift, and that was honoring his father. That's the whole key that the Rebbe explains that this whole thing that's happening here was a way of Yosef honoring Yaakov. Let's look inside and we'll go uh, piece by piece. The Rebbe starts off, Bahaposik, in the verse, it says, Ulaoviv Sholach Kozois. To his father he sent like this. Uh, what is it that he sent? So, as we're learning now, Kozois means as follows. He sent to him, Asorachamoirim he sends him ten donkeys that are carrying the of the good of Egypt. The Esarasoinus and then he kills he gives him also the ten donkeys for carrying the 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 the, the boar, the uh the ten he donkeys that were carrying the food, the bread and the food for his father for the road. So this passage comes after previously Pari uh, telling them to go ahead and and bring their father and they, they will uh, settle in Egypt they can have the best of the land and he's giving them these wagons to carry everybody back to uh, to uh, to Egypt and telling them that uh, the land is the best of the land is in front of them and they can have everything so what does Rashi explain? Uh, what does it mean when it says Sholach Kazois? He said like this. So, Umefarish, Rashi says, Kechesh bein Hazeb. As this number. So, it's sort of almost a repeat. Posik says, He said Kazois, 10 donkeys, and 10 Asoinois. And the Pasik says, he sent like this. And Rashi explains, what does it mean like this? 
Umao hacheshben asor hachamelim. So what is the hacheshben that he sent? It was the ten donkeys and the ten asoyas, etc. The ten, the ten asoyas. So, the question is, what is Rashi explaining over here? Seems like the word kazois is extra. Just say what he sent him. Ulaviv Sholach, he sent him ten donkeys. And uh, ten he donkeys, asoda chamedim and asoda asoynis, ten and ten. Why does it have to say first? He said such. So, what is the explanation? So lechayda of shalaymer. So lechayda, we can say the koshle l'rashi. What's Rashi's difficulty is makosuv in the pasuk is the tevis kazois miuteresi. It seems like the word kazois is extra. The havalei lemeimer. He should have said ula aviv sholach asoda chamedim v'goimer. To his father, he sent ten donkeys, and that's it. And the ten asoynas. Uh, so the Varashi says, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does that mean? Okay, you still doesn't mean. What do we need? What does that mean? We still don't understand exactly. So what what are we saying? He's saying, as such, So Rev explains. So what we say, so what is the Torah emphasizing by saying there was no less and no more. And the Rebbe adds in the brackets and there wasn't any other gifts that the Pasuk doesn't mention. So that's why the Pasuk, so that's the way we can uh, interpret Rashi, it would seem that Rashi is coming to tell us why does it say Kozois, and the Pasuk is an emphasis to say only this, this, that he sent exactly, and there is nothing else. But very difficult uh, explanation, because why would we need uh, the, to emphasize that only this? If the Pasuk says that he sent ten Chamoirim and he sent ten asoynis. Uh, that's what it says. Why would we say it means anything anything different? The Torah say no, no, just this. This interpretation is very difficult. Why would there be the uh, even a thought? That Yosef sent not as the accounting the number which the Pesach says specifically. To the extent we would make such a thought, the Torah needs to emphasize and to add the word that exactly this even if the Torah would not write it would have just said and to his father he sent ten donkeys. We would know that he sent as this accounting. So, the Mepharshim explained that what Rashi means over here, the Mekabonas Rashi, in Rashi's intention, it says, Kozois, like this, not actually Zois. This explains the Chof also, as the Rebbe says in the Ara, but not necessarily as the Rebbe will learn later on. 
But it says he sent him ko zois, such as zois, which means he didn't actually send him zois. This shamilas ko zois ham yuteres moira. This extra ko zois, which extra, points to the fact kiloi sholach yosef laoviv asor chamirim. Hidaka did not send him the ten donkeys. Rak rak hochi komer kro. But the pasuk is saying ulaoviv sholach baagolos ko zois. He said in his fa- to his father, he sent in the wagons as such. He sent it on the wagons. He didn't send any donkeys. But like this accounting, the load, that which ten camels, ten donkeys can carry, that's what he sent him, but he sent it to him on the wagons. So, basically, they're saying that even though it says in the Posik that he sends him Sholach, and it says and uh, still, it doesn't literally mean, it means the load. But the Rebbe says in Pshut Shal Mikra, this is very difficult to say that, because the Pasuk says Beferish that he sent it that, and now we're saying that it's not really sending it. Simply, we can't explain so on Rashi, because Rashi emphasizes in his language, he says, he says, like this number, and then it also goes again, what is the number? What is the accounting? So we're seeing that we're talking about the actual numbers. The meaning of the word means numbers. If Rashi's intention is to explain that he didn't send donkeys, but rather the load of ten donkeys, so Rashi should have not said this number, this load. This number is actually actually referring to the number of the donkeys. Obefrat, especially that this is something totally new. So that if Rashi means this, that loshin hakosuv shapash loshin hakosuv. If the the simple meaning of the pasuk sholach kazois asora chamorim noisim, he sent ten donkeys that carry. The donkeys are the ones that carry. Mashma usa chamorim mamish is mashma that we're talking about donkeys. Viilu hoyso kavonas Rashi. And if Rashi's intention, Hamefarib Shutzel Mikra, who explains the simple meaning of the verse, Lipirush Hamoitzias Akosumibshute, to an interpretation which takes the verse out from its simple meaning, he would have rewritten it in a style which is clear, Gamle ben Chomish Lemikra, also to a five year old for Chomish. So, the first issue the Rebbe wants to know what is Rashi Bechlal want here with this Kazois and, uh, and his answer. Uh, what is Rashi? Rashi is explaining the word Kazois. So what does it mean? Kachesh ben Hazem. So what's 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 the pshat of Rashi? But in addition, we need to understand Aleph Loma Maitik Rashi Ma'akos of Gav Tevas Sholach. Why does Rashi quote from the verse also the word 
Shalach. He's explaining the word Kazois, but why is he also quote from the Pasik the word Shalach? He's only explaining the extra word of Kazois in the Pasik. So why is he also say Shalach? Also, after Rashi says there's a long language in the Rashi telling us means something. It says So he doesn't. doesn't say straight ten donkey says. And what is the Rashi to say short in Ois base, the Rebbe is going to ask several detailed questions um, on the second Rashi. So the Pasuk says, So he said, And then the Pasuk says, These donkeys, these ten donkeys were carrying from the good of Mitzrayim. So what were they exactly, what was the good of Mitzrayim that they were carrying? So, Rashi says like this, And he explains that We find in the Gemara, He sent him old wine, aged wine, that the elders enjoy that, they like it, it's pleasant for them. The mind of the elders is noichem and is pleasant of that. That's one interpretation. And then Rashi brings another interpretation of Medrash Agode. And the Agode interpretation is grisin shell pool. Those are split beans. Pool are beans, grisin are split, as we'll see at the end of the Sikha. So split beans is what he sent them. So, first off, the Rebbe says, we know that when Rashi brings two interpretations, there is a reason he's not happy with the first one, and he brings the second one, and the second one is even less happy with, so he brings the first one, and that's why we have two Purushim. So why is, what's over here? Aleph. Yodua, it's known, when Rashi explains two commentaries in one matter, one aspect, one idea, is because one of the interpretations isn't sufficiently yashiv to settle the verse according to the pshat in all details. And then he's not uh, satisfied with the first one. And the difficulty that there is according to the first interpretation you can't ask it on the second one and still and the first one is still the one that is closer to and that's why that comes first even though Rashi is not happy and brings a second one but the second one is further from the pshat, and that's why there is the first one, which with the difficulty we bring a second one. So the question is, what's going on over here? So in our case, the question is, why, why was it necessary for Rashi 
to interpret two interpretation in the meaning of two Mitzrayim, and also by Mekor of Mikra, and why with what is it more uh, closer according to the simple meaning of the Pasik, Hapirusharishan, the first Rashi's interpretation that it's Yain Yoshon, more that's closer Hasheni than this second interpretation that it's Grisin shall pull that it's split beans. So that's the first question. Then the uh, language that Rashi uses over here, the Rebbe is going to specifically, Rashi says, This is like unusual languages. Rashi's nature, the way, usual way, in most places, when he brings an interpretation from the expounding of our Sages of Blessed Memory, who Kosev, he writes, Dorshu. Our teachers have expounded, or similar to this. And then when he adds another Pirush, another interpretation, this Rashi is different. Rashi doesn't tell you the source uh, the source of uh, point, it doesn't tell you, it doesn't mark the source of the Pirush. Um, doesn't mark the source. In whether it's the Gemara Medrash, it says, Rabbi Seinu Tarshu, and then it'll be two Pirushim. But Ulam, Benidin Dedan, Meisibishnea Pirushim. But in our case, Rashi, by both Pirushim. Shemagdin Begamor, Shemikoyim Begamor. First one he says, Motsinu Begamor, and then it says, Medrash Agode, then Medrash Agode. So this is a piece. Unusual, this is the Gemara, and this is the Metzagot, the Shemizem Muvan. So, this tells us, so what, what does this tell us? Sheyidiyas Mekoydesh, called Pirushkan, that knowing the source of all of these Pirushim, in our case, in this case, Toysif Havona Ba Pirush will add understanding in the commentary. That's why he says, this is the Gemara, this is Agoda. Tzorik Lahovin, Ma'am Moisif Tzion HaMekoydesh, what does uh, assigning the sources, uh, pointing to the sources, and marking the source, how does that add to his commentary, in understanding the commentaries themselves? The number three. So first the Rebbe asked, why do we need to Pirushim? And second of all, now the Rebbe is taking apart the language. So the second that the Rebbe says, why does Rashi say this Gemara, this Medrash Agoda? And we also find that Rashi, when he quotes the Gemara and he quotes the Medrash, he is, it's not symmetrical. He changes a little bit the Lashon. When Rashi, there's a change in the language that Rashi, when he brings the commentary of the Gemara and from the Medrash Agoda, why is it? What are the changes? The Rebbe brings down three changes, that the way Rashi brings the Gemara and then the way the Rashi brings the Medrash Agoda. Aleph, the Pirush HaRishon, in the first commentary from the Gemara, that he sent him the wine, Rashi adds, Moisif Rashi Atam, Rashi adds the reasoning, why did Yosef choose to send to his father Yain Yoshon? So Rashi gives the reason. For the mind of the elders is pleasant from it, enjoys them. So 
It doesn't just say he sent them wine, old wine. It doesn't say he sent them aged wine. It just gives a reason on top of that. But then when it talks about the Medrash Ragoda that he sent him this bean, it doesn't give a reason. As opposed to the second Pirush, he doesn't explain why he sent him this uh, split beans. And number two, Beis, Bepirush Ha'alef, we find another change over there. The first one, Rashi says, Koyisev, Rashi writes, Motsinu Begemara, we find in the Gemara. Velochayda, Motsinu Meyuter, that's extra, we find in the Gemara. Komesha Kosev, Bepirush Ha'Beis. Second one, he says, Umedrash Ha'Goda, it doesn't say Motsinu Bemedrash Ha'Goda, we find in the Medrash Ha'Goda. Medrash Ha'Goda, Rashi says, Begemara, is uh, not Motsinu Begemara, Yain Yosham. A medrash agoda, as it says over there, that it was Christian Shapul. Or Yaakov Ponim, have a little name, Losh Rogul. If he does, he wants to say something more than just Bigamore, he should say the common language, Pirshu Bigamore, Okadema. They explained in the Gemara or similar. Why does he say Motsinu? We find in the Gemara. It's an unusual Losh. Number three, why when Rashi brings the first shot from the Gemara, he also brings down Gam Hatevis Sheshalach Loi Yain Yoshin. He sent it to him. The second time, he doesn't say Sheshalach Loi Gerisin Shapul. It says Gerisin Shapul, Medeshagoda. But over here, Rashi says Sheshalach Loi. He sent him this Yain Yoshin. But we're really explaining here not that he sent him, we're explaining him to him what is Tuv Mitzrayim. We're here, as I mentioned earlier, we're explaining what is the Tuv Mitzrayim. The only thing explaining to Mitzrayim is not the sending, is that it means old wine. And just like he writes, say Pirusha Beis over here. Maybe in the new version of the Sikha, maybe they corrected it. But Pirusha Beis. That the doesn't say So basically, looking in the inside of the eaves and all these Rashis, we see that there is something more going on over here. And um, that will explain the details in the Rashi. In the first Rashi, the first interpretation of Rashi explains why he sent him wine, not in the second one. Why Rashi uses Loshan? We find in the Gemara versus just in the Gemara, like it says, it doesn't say find Medeshagode. And also, why does Rashi add in the first part that he sent him this Yain Yoshan, as opposed to in the second one, it doesn't say Sheshalach like Pulin Shogris. The Rebbe is going to explain that in addition to the problem that we have in the Posik, that it says Kozois, it's extra. Why do we need the word Kozois over here? There is an additional problem, is why did Yosef have to send so much food if they're only going for a short while? And the Rebbe is going to learn, therefore, that the reason this was Yosef sending in addition to Paroid, just out of respect for Paroid. Since Paroid sent 10 donkeys, as the Rebbe will explain, of the brothers, it would not be right for Yosef to send anything less. So he had to send ten donkeys and then ten asoynis. 
carrying food just not to be less than Pari did because Pari was doing it out of respect and allowing them, giving them the food as his shlicha. So this was Yosef in addition to what his father said. And that's why the word kozois the Rebbe is going to explain is just like Paris. Kozois is not what the future, what it says further in the Pasuk 10. We know that what he said. That's the Pasuk says. Kozois like this, just like Paris said. The Rebbe will explain later on that there were only 10 donkeys there for the 10 brothers because Shimon, when he was held up, his donkey was sent back. Let's learn inside. Gimel. Vabir that. So the explanation of this, what's bothering Rashi, what's difficult to Rashi, the Pesach, it's not just the extra word, why does the Pesach say that Father, he sent Kozois, but also, there is also a general question in the story, that Yosef sent to his father ten donkeys, they were carrying from the good of Egypt, etc., and the ten donkeys that are carrying the food, the bor. Uh, why? What is Rashi's question? Because we read in the Parsha, uh, in the beginning, before this, the gift that he's sending, it says, Yosef says to his brother, Maharu, quickly, so this is all going to happen real fast. There's not going to be a long time that all this is going to take place. He says, Maru, quickly, go, Va'alu, go up, I love you to my father. Va'amarta may love and say to him, Va'goymer, etc. Tell them that, hey, that Yosef is alive and that he is the ruler of all of Egypt. Va'acharkach, then he says again, Umehartem, you should quickly, Va'iradetem esoviheinu, bring my father down here. All this is going to happen real quick. Same thing is the Pesach says when the uh, sound, uh, the noise, the news reached, was heard in the house of Pari to say that the brothers of Yosef have come. So the Pesach says, Then Pari says, go ahead and do this. Go and come to the land of Canaan, go take your father, so again, he said do it all quickly, Yosef, when he tells his brothers, then when Pari finds out, he says, go and bring them, Hainu, Shagam Pari Rotso, that Pari also wanted, that as soon as they get to the lands of Canaan, it says, immediately they should come back to Egypt with their father Yaakov. So therefore, so what does Padre instruct to Yosef? Yosef So what does he tell Yosef to tell to his brothers? They're going back to bring Yaakov. He tells them like this, go to this Kichu Goimer. He says, take take enough carriages for your small children, for your wives, and carry your father, and then you come back. So, they're going and coming. That's the Gam Hoysif, and he also added, don't have pity on the 
on the vessels. It brings down in the Ha'or that Yaakov was somebody that cared about the small vessels. By Vosir Yaakov, we say over there in the Posse, Pachim Ketanim. So if he's going to be particular, it's going to take time collecting everything. So don't worry, just come back. You're going to get everything in Mitzrayim. He's telling him, go, you don't even have to pack up everything. Just come right back. Bichdei, why was all this telling them lahosir to remove kol mashiyochel laakim biosma mihiru lemitzrayim? Anything that could hold back from their quick coming to Mitzrayim. Umekiv on shechazerosim laretz Kenan hoyserakles man muet. So since going back to the land of Canaan was just for a short while, amenasiyimaru loshul lemitzrayim, so that they shall quickly go back to Egypt. So they're going back to Canaan to pick up the family and then come back. They don't have a need for a large quantity of grain. Only what they need for the road. Until the little bit of time that they're going to delay until they will able to fulfill to take your father and your families uh, that's the time that they will need. This is a lot less time than they had food before when they went down the first time when they went to bring food for them. This is much less than the quantity of grain that they took, that need they took for returning to Canaan in the first time, because over there, uh, they were going to stay there for a while back home in the land of Canaan, and here, uh, they they don't have a need, uh, This is, the need is a lot less than the quantity of Tavua that they took last time, they don't need so much Tavua, they also needed uh, food for the way. So, so then it's according to this that it's all quickly coming and they don't need so much food. Because of Mevur, in the Pasuk, it's explained, it's articulated, that Yosef did give them before, what it says, what Yosef sent, it says Yosef gave his brothers everything that Pare has given them, and he told them, he told them, load your... Uh, donkeys, your your cattle, your uh, the animals. Load them with tvur, as she says. Load them with the grain, and then it says a tavda gam derech, and also take along food for the way. And then he adds more. And now he's sending to his father asora chamorim that are carrying ten donkeys that are carrying for all the good of Egypt, and then another ten donkeys. Carrying food and bread and the Muslim oldie again. Since in a short while they're coming back to Egypt, for what purpose did he send that load? This was another question that Rashi was bothered by. The Rebbe explains. Besides what the Kizos is, but why is he doing all this? Why is he sending that? And this forces the Rebbe would have met tremendous Chiddush now in Nois Dalet, that when the Pasik says, kozois, not like we learned in Mepharshim, like this, like the following. 
Kizois means like the past. He sent to his father like this, like that, what Paris sent. By Paris sending to his brothers, Tanu Birchem, he had to send Kizois also like that, inside Dalit. In order to answer all this, Rashi, Rashi explains, What is being Rashi means like this accounting. like this is It's not applying to the said, what is said after the posik. Asoro. No, but like this number, like the number that this, the known number, not the future, the past. The cheshman that we know already, that's already from what the Torah told us before. Shall Yosef, and based on now knowing this, it's has the answer for Yosef's reasoning. Again, why he sent him the ten donkeys plus the ten asoynes. Babir, the Rebbe explained how. B'ksuvim shalifnezam is super. In the previous verses related, shaparoi tzivas Yosef that Paroi told he told Yosef. Say to your brothers, This is what you do. Load um, So the animals should be loaded with the grain that he's sending. That is, the party when he heard that they are Yosef's brothers. So he, uh, aroused by him, a relationship to them, similar to the relationship to Yosef. That's why he said to Yosef, he should give them the grain to load their, the animals. That is a a gift to Yaakov and his family. Move on. So if yeah, the stranger, Paru, tells Yosef, to honor, to give a gift to his father. Of course, Yosef should do no less. He's a move in the im pare. If pare bishosh shoma at the time that he hears kiboach Yosef, that Yosef's brother has come v'shiyesh lo Yosef of Beretz Canaan, and that Yosef has a father in the land of Canaan, this oider, he was aroused at sheshalach kol kach matonas liyakov. And he gives you a How much more so, Yosef? That at that time he should send gifts to his father. Paro is sending gifts. So certainly, Yosef said, And more than Paro. And this is what the post says To his father he sent. This is not, not talking about what Paro sent. This is Yosef. Yosef Ma'atzma, Yosef on his own, Levat Mitzivu Pare. This is besides that which Pare has instructed. Kozois, he sent also like this, like this accounting, Kichesh Ben Azek, Kaisa Kichesh Ben Sheshalach Pare. 
just like the Cheshbon that Paris sent, because he sent with the brothers. Of course, there's 11 brothers. That's what we're going to do later on. There's only 10 donkeys there, as the Rebbe will explain. But just like that Cheshbon that Paris sent, he also sent Kazois, in addition, in addition to sending as Paris calculation, Sholachgam, he also sent, also 10, he sent 10 out of If he sends 10, he should send 10 and 10. So he sent 10 Chamoidim and 10 he donkeys. This was actually only as a gift, Veloi. That's not coming for their sustenance. They didn't need such a load for their sustenance. That enough. That's what Rashi says. Rashi wants to emphasize. This is he sent. This was his Sholach Kazois. He sent on his own, similar to what his father has sent. But still, the Cheshman doesn't match up with the 10 because it seemed almost like he sent 11. And that's why Rashi continues to say, not just 10, he says, Because how does the Cheshman fit? How does the Cheshman fit? Kazois the 10 before. How does that fit when there was 11? And the answer is that Shimon's donkey wasn't there and this world was 10. It was them. And Rashi is a Rashi is continuous and he is specific saying what is the counting? Instead of saying just 10 donkeys. Rashi's intention with this is because based on the mention before that Cheshman this Cheshman References the gift of Pare in a movement, it's not understood. Call Ache Yosef, all of the brothers of Yosef, Koilo Gam Binyamin, that would be old Binyamin, all of them, Hoyos Bin Mitzrayim, they were all in Mitzrayim. Nimtsa Shahoyo Lahem Yudal of Hamoidim, Latinum Bitvua, turns out therefore they had 11 donkeys to load them up with the grain. Kshomar Pare Le Yosef, and then when Pare says to Yosef, Tell your brothers to load your the animals. So that's Pari saying to Yosef, It looks like that they loaded the eleven donkeys. But see, Pari with Pari's command. How could we explain Kozois? It means the ten same number as Pari sent. He was only sending 10, and not 11. That's what Rashi writes. So what is the Cheshman then? We're saying Kozois, it says Chasora This is actual, the accounting. The Pari only said, that, that's exact Cheshman. And Yosef's gift fit to the Cheshman of Pari. But 
the question becomes, we have 11 brothers, how do we have 10? But the question is like before, there was 11 brothers, and they had 11 donkeys. Why did Rapari command only to load only the donkeys of 10 and not the donkey of the 11th? And furthermore, uh, if there was 11 donkeys, why only 10 and not 11 them? Actually, it says everybody should load on. The simple language is Tanu Esbirchem. Stop. He says, load your the animals. That means that he told them to load them, the animals of Achi Yosef, without any distinction. And why oops, only 10 and not 11? What happened? But the Rebbe says, The explanation for this is understood from the previous psukim. It's so obvious that Rashi doesn't even have to explain it. The Rebbe will explain that since Shimon was held back the last time around, Yosef put him back, but there was no reason to keep his donkey, so his donkey was sent back. And this time, when they came up a second time, they only came up with their ten donkeys because Shimon wasn't with them. So therefore, he didn't have a donkey to go back. So therefore, it was only ten. The Parshish Mikates, in the portion of Mikates, the super Kibapamori Shoino, Shiyordu, Ache Yesuf, Lishbar Borbim Mitzrayim, that the first time that the brothers of Yosef came down to buy food in Mitzrayim, Ikiv Yosef Etzle is Shimon. So Yosef held Shimon by him. So since there was hunger in the land of Canaan, so it's understood, even though he made Shimon stay, he held them back, there was only as a collateral, there was no purpose to hold back also the donkey of Shimon. For sure he did not hold back his donkey. But he loaded the donkey the Muslim, last time around with the food Leparnosus Oviv, to support his father and the family members. His brothers have taken it with them. And then when they, they came down to Pari to, to the brothers Yosef to the Egypt the second time around, they only had ten. There was only ten brothers. And there was only ten donkeys. His donkey wasn't there. His donkey was left back home. And the paris telling them to load their camel, their, their animals, would be only the ten donkeys. So that's why it's Kazois, and that's the gift of, of Yosef, specifically in addition to what uh, Pari sent food. He sent 10 of Tuv Mitzrayim plus 10 with food just to give honor to his father. And now, with this idea that we presented, Rebbe presented, that it was all a matter of COVID, Rashi continues to explain the other part of the gift, the Tuv Mitzrayim, the other Rashi, 
that the wine, the wine that he sent him was also, this was part of the honor. So based on the above, that Yosef sent all this to his father as a gift and in his honor, etc. So it wasn't something that was necessary because to sustain him while there was a hunger. That wasn't the purpose. So move on. So then we understand in order for this honor should be complete, then she sent him something in which the item itself, you can see his intent, that it is to honor his father. So, in the first interpretation, Rashi has to explain how is wine something that is honoring his father? Um, So Rashi therefore explains, Rashi in his first commentary, Rashi explains, Mituv Mitzrayim means what? But Rashi doesn't just say he gives a reason. That the older people like this aged wine, they, 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 they enjoy it. That he didn't just send things, he sent something which brings a pleasantness, a delight, that brings enjoyment. Not something to uh, make sure he's not hungry, to, 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 to break the hunger. Not food. This interpretation fits with the general idea of the psukim, that he's giving his father a gift that he's trying to honor him. And in the contents of the whole psukim, we understand very well what is Yosef's reasoning for sending such a gift to his father. But yet, it doesn't fit in the translation of the words, the good of Egypt. Why would this wine be called the good of Egypt? We don't find that the land of Egypt has been praised with wine. That we should call it Mituv Mitzrayim. That's the best of Egypt. On the contrary, when you took a, when you take a look uh, in the pasuk before, the pasuk says in Ibrachis uh, that Kigan Hashem Ki Eretz Mitzrayim. Uh, so Rashi says that is the Gan Eden, that's for trees. So Eretz Mitzrayim was not praised for trees, for fruits, for grapes, for wine, but for Zroim. So why would Tuv Mitzrayim mean wine? So that's why that's what Rashi writes that the source of it comes from the Gemara. The Gemara mainly explains halachas. 
Now we understand based on what the Gemara says and based on the explanation Aloha why he sent Yain Yoshon even though it doesn't fit so much in the meaning of the words good of Egypt because this is not Tuv Mitzrayim we don't find it Tuv Mitzrayim because Gemara which is Aloha for, for the Aloha of Kibbut Av honoring the father it was fitting to send him the old wine and that's why Rashi says uh, Rashi says long not just uh, but he says, but sinu bigamore shesholch lo yashin. So b'zema rames Rashi hints with this. She ain't the pirush atavis kirogil bekam mekoymis. That this is not actually the meaning of the words you find in the Gemara. So that this is it. That's not the usual way that we try to translate the words of tuv mitzrayim to mean what it is. Sharetavis elu matuv mitzrayim because actually the words of tuv mitzrayim kosher lefarishkein. It's not difficult to explain so. But the general contents of the Pasuk. The fact that Yosef sent his father a lot of gifts. So, he sent to him, he sent the gifts and the finding of We have to say that this was an item of Kibbut Av and the fact that he was sending him all these things. And that's why Rashi doesn't say Bigamore. It says Motsinu. It's what we find in the Gemara. It doesn't say it as a Pirush. That he gave of the two Mitzrayim was Yain Yosha. And also, he sent him. Why is Rashi doing it? Because this reason. Doesn't explain. It's not just telling you a taich of what the toiv mitzrayim is. He's telling you This uh, gemara is telling you what he wants. That with this it was recognized the reasoning. Um, uh, to the general uh, sending the gifts to his father that was an Indian of of uh, of trying to to honor him so if Rashi just said or without saying you think this is a, a fitting word for Metuv Mitzrayim wine, but that wouldn't be Metuv Mitzrayim because Mitzrayim is not. It's from the Klolos idea. This is the honor, the way he honored him. So we find in the Gemara, which is Aloha, that this is honor, and this is something which is honorable. But the end of the day, it doesn't fit in so well with the words Tuv Mitzrayim. So therefore, Rashi looks for another Pirush in which it would mean actually the Zeroyim, the thing that Mitzrayim was praised with. And that's why Rashi brings the second Pirush, the Rizin Shalpul, Achmiki, Vonshe, Soif, Soif, Pirush Ze'ene, Masim, Kol Kach, Pirush Metuv Mitzrayim, Kineskele'il, since at the end of the day.
this interpretation is not fit well, so well, in the meaning, the good of Egypt. As mentioned earlier, we don't find this wine being praised for Mitzrayim. That's where Rashi brings another interpretation. That settles very well. According to this, what means the good of Egypt? The Grisnapol, that is growing, that's Zroim. That especially this, this was an important food in Egypt. Rebbe's Mitzayim down in the Hora, a source for this, but that's very, makes a lot of uh, the post says to Mitzrayim, and Rash says this was the Grisin Shalpul. It's also understood why he sent him this. This is from the praise of Mitzrayim. Rash doesn't need to explain. Before, when Rashi says, Yain Yoshon, Rashi had to explain it. Because why would Yain be Rashi says that it wasn't to Mitzrayim. But since Grisin Shapul was something in Mitzrayim, Rashi doesn't have to explain this is because it was a Dover Choshev. But on the other hand, there's a problem with the second shot. Pirish This explanation that the Tuv Mitzrayim was a food item, this does not settle so much in the context of the subject matter. Since we're talking about sending a gift which was in the honor of his father, that's the general thrust of these psukim. Because this is food item. She said something, uh, something uh, more choshev uh, than that. So maybe Rashi Pirusheni. That's where Rashi brings it as a second interpretation. the first and the main Pirushus, that he sent him old wine. because that is more fitting to the contents of this Pasuk, of descending a gift to his father, as I said before, generally is this Yain Yoshan, and doesn't fit so much in the words, that's where Rashi brings a second shot, but in the contents of the Pasuk, that this was all done for covet for his father, is more fitting the Yain Yoshan, that's where Rashi brings that as a first period. In Ois Ches, the Rebbe comes up with a very fascinating idea about why he sent him the Grisim Shel Pul, split of the pool is like taking a bean uh, a bean and splitting it is like splitting Yosef uh, from his father and uh, he was trying to give him a hint and that's why Rashi adds the words uh, over here, let's look inside even according to the interpretation that it was the split of the beans, it makes sense to say the Yosef Bachar was a Davke, that Yosef chose this specifically. It's not just because that's a good of Egypt. But it also has a connection to the contents of this message that 
Yosef sent to his father. And that's why Rashi emphasizes the Pirush Zeh whom he medrash agodim. He says if agodim medrash, he doesn't write another like similar. I said, medrash to tell you that by the by way of the 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 the, the, the style of the medrash and the hint, yes, limtzo shaykes ben grisin shall pull. They can find a connection between. These uh, split beans to the shlichus Yosef Lachviv to the sending Yosef his father Rabir Bezer. The explanation of this: Yedaya Yosef Yosef had was no had known the kasher Yachzuru Echem Knan that when his brothers will go back to Knan the Yivasru Lachviv and they will give his father the news Shaid Yosef Chai that Yosef is alive. Harabsura Toivazu this good news. Tikrim legam hergish l'tzar will cause him also a feeling of pain. Kal yidezeh yivodaloi shachruv machruv. Through this, he will find out that his brother sold him. Now the Rebbe in the order brings down that Ramban says that they never actually told Yaakov that the uh, brother sold him, uh, and uh, Rashi, the Rebbe points shows some places proves that it is. So that's the debate. But in Rashi, the Rebbe learns that um, Yosef. Uh, that Yaakov found out about uh, that the brother sold him, but so since he knew it's going to cause him a uh, heartache, so therefore So certainly Yosef put an effort to the extent possible to prevent or at least to minimize the pain of his father. So and even if you're going to say Yaakov Let's say they're not going to tell him that they sold him. So Yaakov is still going to be in pain because there was so much a long separation from him that Yosef was separate from him and his brothers. So we started Yosef Yosef tried put an effort to minimize this this pain by sending his fathers this split. Uh, beans, he was trying to tell his father to comfort his father. And we can say, in order for this goal, Omar Yosef, 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 that she said to Yaakov, Omar bin Yosef, so has says your son Yosef, Hashem placed me as a master to all of Egypt. Hashem placed me for an Odin. That Hashem did it, which means Yosef ain't a Mitzrayim klal. Yosef isn't at all upset; he's not angry at all. Because he's become a master, he's become a a leader in Mitzrayim. And that's why Yosef sends to his father Grisin Shalpul these split beans. That's the way he hinted to his father Shainlitztayr that he shouldn't be in pain al mechirosu lemitzrayim for his sale to Egypt. That time, what's the reason of Grisin Shapul? Grisin Shapul, the split pool, who Michael shall kitnius prudus lechalokim. That is a legume that has been separated into pieces. But davke Michael zeho yechoshu beyeser lemitzrayim, and specifically being split up in pieces, that was the important. Food in Mitzrayim. 
And this way, Rav Yosef was hinting to his father. There are certain things that bring a tremendous benefit, a great benefit. Specifically, by splitting and separating them. Similar in this case. Through this, that the brothers of Yosef sold them to Egypt. And they separated from everyone. came out the good. As he says, Hashem sent me to, for to life, to support you uh, before you. And Yaakov therefore will not be worried about They sold him because that brought along this great benefit. Now this is also sweetness, the idea why Rashi doesn't write in this interpretation. Why did he chose this important thing? Generally, the Rebbe said before, Rashi doesn't have to explain that it's a Dover Choshu because that was Dover Choshu, but within Dover Choshu there is various different things. Why doesn't Rashi explain why he chose Grisin Shopul? Because Rashi says the Medrash Agoda, he tells you that there is, he hints that there is a an idea and a reason based on the Agoda as mentioned earlier. In Ois test, the Rebbe brings a Yenosh al of the Rashi, and the Rebbe points out that there was a additional hint in the Yayin Yoshon that he held old wine because this fits in with the fact that they weren't drinking wine all this time from their separation. But Yosef and Yaakov and the brothers, they weren't drinking wine, as the Pasuk says, and Yayin Yoshon, he had old wine because he preserved the wine all these years because he had his trust in Hashem that the day will come, they will get together, and he's sending his find to Yayin Yoshon. So that's an additional Yayna Shel uh, hint in the Yayin Yoshon. From the Yenish Altair in this Rashi, it's difficult on the explanation that he sent him old wine, aged wine. When a person sends a gift to his friends in order to honor and to cause him pleasure, so he puts an effort to send something that his friend doesn't have. Then this thing becomes precious by his friends, and and that will cause him a delight. But in our case, how did Yosef know that Yaakov doesn't have in land of Canaan wine or old wine, this special wine? How did he know he didn't have it? So, we if it's, we understand if he sent him the second shot that he sends him these split beans, which is considered an important food. That's a time of hunger that's going to be dear by him because it's a special food. But according to the meaning that he sent him, old wine, that this is going to be uh, dear to him. Om nom. This is explained, answered by Rashi, explained in the Posik, 
that they went and they drank and they became drunk with him. Rashi says that from the day they sold him, they didn't drink wine. And he also didn't drink wine. And that day they drank. So that means that in longer, 22 years. So they didn't drink wine. That if the brothers didn't drink this wine all this time, and also Yosef didn't drink, that means also that it's not the tshuva, he didn't do anything wrong. So that's the pain. So because of the pain, they didn't drink wine. So for sure, so this says about Ochiv and Yosef that Rashi talks about, but we can derive with a for sure that Yaakov also didn't drink. He was in mourning. He wouldn't drink wine for 22 years. Then we understand why Yaakov will be uh, pleasantly, pleasant, this will bring a pleasant to his mind. When Yosef suggests to drink, sends old wine. So that's something which is, uh, he knew that they weren't drinking, he wasn't drinking, so the brothers weren't drinking, so he knew his father wasn't drinking. So sending him wine, old wine, is going to be something which is going to be accepted. Uh, now we can say additional reason, Besides the fact that the mind of the elders is pleasant of wine, why did Yosef choose old wine? Because that way he hinted Yaakov. That even though while he was in Mitzrayim, he didn't lose his trust in Hashem, that he would still see with his father. And therefore, if he though he didn't drink wine, he kept the wine for a long time. He had old wine. It became, became aged wine. So when the time comes, he has the wine there. That shows on his trust of Hashem. Not drinking wine, he still kept, and that's why he chose this wine to give to his father. From this we can have a lesson in the service of each one and one. Even when a person finds himself in a situation that the limitations and the boundaries of the world, of his physical preoccupations and his surroundings, disrupt him, interfere with his service to Hashem. It's prohibited for him to give up. the country, a lovely gomer. He should strengthen himself with complete faith by Hashem and Hashem. For sure he will be successful. Hashem will succeed, make him successful in the physical matters. In a way, they should not block on the matters of his Torah and Mitzvahs. There's another lesson in this. Adar Matnas Yosef Laoviv Similar 
to the gift of Yosef's to his father was not by Paramach Mitzrayim. That was separate. That was the point that Rebbe in the Sikha said that Pare sent his and then Yosef sent on his own. Didn't find, we don't find that he asked Pare permission. This isn't Pare's gift. This is Yosef's gift. He didn't ask him permission. That when it comes to a matter of a mitzvah, Mitzvah's kibudavim, the mitzvah of kibudavim, leishchashiv Yosef klalim pare, pare did not at all consider Yosef did not consider all pare, didn't take him into account. Vekim a mitzvah bidur god mukhuli, except he fulfilled the mitzvah with great perfection. No matter what pare says, keinu mavedus kolachon neachon. Same thing is with the service of each one on one. Kasher boli yodi inyan shol toyro mitzvahs when. To a person's hand comes a matter of Torah mitzvahs. We should not consider at all the limitations and the boundaries of this world. The kaimis a mitzvah behidur and fulfill the mitzvah in perfection. Through this conduct, not just that he will succeed in his service in Torah mitzvahs. But also that all of his physical matters will be successful for him. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Vayigash, Tovshin Lamed Beis.